You guys ready to do a podcast? We are live. We're live as fuck. Oh, we I didn't li- know. We live up in this bitch. I wasn't trying to steal his chair. I didn't know he was sitting in No, there. no, no. Dave has no interest in being on on the podcast. Like when we were when we went trimming yesterday, yeah. I was like, I was like, "Hey, we should have your dad come on the podcast." And Tony's like, I don't know if he'd be into that. And I guess he asked him today and was like, Mm-mm. was like, hey, would you be into that? And, and Dave just kind of goes, nah, nah, that, that's <laughs> I, not really I my get thing. I totally get it. Zeke and Ernie. Byron. Byron's. Hey, uh, everybody out in internet land, please give a shout out and lots of love to the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. David Wilburn, the guy who sired Tony Lee and Damian Christian into the world. It's good to see you, Dave. He ended up on the podcast anyway. You want some headphones? You can get on he got, if you want. He got on the podcast anyway. Yeah, man. Well, we got two people watching right now. I'm Whoa. I'm kind of monitoring this as we go. So if you want us to, yeah, if you have any comments or want to talk job. about anything, it's a big job. We actually, we've actually oh, got a lot. It's the best job because <laughs> you don't have to do a whole don't lot. Don't you guys smoke pot while you're doing this? We we smoke a little bit. We basically smoke until I start stumbling on my words, and then Tony puts it out and mm-hmm. makes us take a break. That's the whole reason I've stayed in the room. <laughs> <laughs> he's, like, he's like, yeah, I'm not coming on the show. I'll put on the headphones for a minute. But pass it this way. Yeah. Exactly. He's yeah. like, I've got things to do. And then, the and then Aaron will be talking, and he's, like, trying to pass it to me, and I'm just doing this the whole time. Because I don't, I don't usually get down, especially, like, right before we're about to have practice, you know? So... That's the I, best time. I, figured, I know, but it wouldn't be the best time for me. Yeah, I figure right. if I attempt to pass it to well, first of all, for the most part, I do it totally unconsciously. Right, right. I just I pass it over because that's what You're you do. You're just kind of standing, sitting there. Yeah. But I figure if I pass it to you a hundred times, even if I only get you one percent of the time, you'll hit it enough like one, to make it interesting. One day I'll just be like, oh, yeah. oh, I wasn't thinking and I accidentally <laughs> hit the damn thing. You're listening to a Mutiny Transmission. You can find more podcasts, videos, books, comics, and records online at mutinyinfocafe.com. Or just stop in the store in Denver and have a coffee sometime. Now, I, I know we had originally talked about doing the celebration at episode 52, but 50 just seems like a nice round number to me. Yeah. and I'm looking for 52. And like like 52, well, we've already nice. done it for over a year. We've already shown up and committed and, and, and done it for over a year. But I this is like the halfway point to a 100th episode, and I feel like a 100th episode is a nice, good, arbitrary, meaningless round you know, milestone for us. So I think I think 50 is definitely one to celebrate, especially considering that in the next couple weeks, things are about to, like the beginning of a intensely transitional process for our band is going to be going down. Yeah. You know, because you're how many months from moving back to Chicago? You're how many days from being pregnant, man? Well, yeah, yeah, I... <laughs> That, Here's this. that obviously is huge, but I was building up to the bigger of the two things. 
the bit. Are you kidding? <laughs> oh boy! Wow, man! Yeah, no shit. <laughs> what you moved back? To, you've moved back to Chicago before. I've never had a kid before. Yeah, mine's. Not you've that. moved back and forth to, fr- to and from Chicago four goddamn times. That's crazy. Yeah, it's. Mm. Doesn't everybody? So uh, how yeah. how far, to Tony? Point? How far are you from moving back? A couple months. Two months. Like, yeah, the, almost exactly two months the, away from the job. The job hunt and the apartment hunt has begun. When, like, when's your oh, official? Oh, oh, oh. When's <laughs> Sorry, your official uh, move back date? Do you have one? We should be in our apartment at on June first. You should be in a new apartment on June first. Mm-hmm. So Tony will be a Chicago resident once again. On June first, so oh. that's 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 a that's a huge part of this big transitional period we're getting ready to go into after episode fifty, and then also literally any day now, I'm going to be a father, literally any day, any minute, yeah. literally any minute. Yeah, like we are almost at forty weeks. That's tomorrow, isn't it? I think tomorrow's forty weeks. Yeah. Or we're or it's almost forty weeks. I would have to I would have to check the you. exact days. Yeah. But basically, <laughs> what the midwives told us. Shout out to uh, Mountain Midwife Clinic, uh, Mountain Midwifery Center. Those guys are amazing. Just really great place. But uh, th- what they told us is that average first time is forty one and a half weeks. And if we cross into forty one weeks, they're going to do what's called a membrane sweep, which just sounds like going to an alien world and like we performed membrane sweeps on all of the eggs that we saw in the cavern below the worm lord lair you know like. I thought it sounded like a kung fu move or something like <laughs> get him with the membrane sweep just <laughs> hey Mr. Miyagi can you teach me how to membrane sweep no you are not <laughs> ready you are not ready Daniel son <laughs> um, so yeah so if we cross into 41 weeks they're going to do the membrane sweep because if we cross into 42 weeks, that uh, rules us out of being able to do the midwife center and we'll have to do a hospital birth. So so they're Damn. basically they're going to like semi-induce if we cross over 41 weeks. So we're like... So you have a deadline. We're like really... Well, dude, I mean, he's coming one way or another. <laughs> like he's going to show up, you know, I, I like worst case scenario within the next couple weeks. Like Sarah could call me right now. And be like, my water broke. It's like, and your phone's up there. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh no. Well, I'll get the call. I mean, okay. The, uh, so keep watching, eight viewers. It yeah. might happen. It could happen. <laughs> it could happen any minute. Stay tuned. Maybe it will. We can't promise it will, but we promise it will. And you'll get to see it. No, it's not going to happen live on the air. But yeah, so it fucking good, man. It's yeah, very realistic. It, you know, it's a, it's a realistic possibility. 50, 50 episodes though seems like a good time for us to like kind of integrate and celebrate how far we've come and basically what this new era of the band's life is going to look like. You're excitable, that's what it is. I'm very we're excited. Ex- we're going to celebrate 52 and he just couldn't wait mm-hmm. and now he wants to celebrate We'll celebrate 50. 52. So he puts all the lights on. We'll celebrate 52, too. Maybe we'll get a new piece of equipment in here by the time we do episode 52. I don't know. What was the significance of 52? That's, that, that's a year's worth of a episodes. A year's worth of episodes. That's a okay. year's worth of weekly well, episodes. We're 50's well, just a fun number. That's it's a nice round yeah, we're doing. It's a nice okay. round number. People remember things with zeros and fives on the end of them. <laughs> 
And twos. Domino rules. Yeah, yeah do- <laughs> exactly. It's the domino rules of marketing and birthdays. It's like uh, you celebrate your 35th and your 40th birthday, but the other ones, it's like maybe you go to dinner. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe. So, so clip show? Yeah, uh, Skibs, <laughs> let's just make this into a clip show. Um, yeah. We really didn't come prepared with anything to talk about. Yeah. So for the next lunch. two hours, you're going to hear a bunch of low-res shitty jokes from previous episodes. And go. <laughs> lunch. Yeah. And I'm going to Use lunch. a lot of Troy McClure yeah. clips. And, <laughs> and pretend there are jokes. See, don't tempt fucking Skibs because he'll do that shit. I'm tempting him. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> to do two hours of clips before oh. going into the rest of the episode that we're recording right now, yeah. live. Longest yeah. episode ever. Yeah. Yeah, and only diehards, like one person probably named, named Aaron. would listen to it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I would listen to it. Yeah, Dave, Dave <laughs> listens to every episode. He's listening to it right now. Yeah. Dave lives at... You can skip this one. Yeah. You don't know. Hey, so Dave, while we got you in the room, uh, how many times now have you come out to Denver to help Tony out with with work unofficially <laughs> off the record that was probably the fourth time third time something one two two I can think of three see that's super fun dude that like yes it's a blast man. That, that, that you make the drive out from Chicago just to, so okay so for people who don't know to give a little context for people who don't know Tony is a, an electrician for hire he's available for hire hit him up uh, he's he's a damn good electrician too and learned most of what he knows from you right correct pretty much almost everything he knows like just the boy, I taught him everything he knows like yeah that's, well, it's kind of like the guitar you know like I, I got him started when he was really young and in three months, I kind of ran out of shit to show him. <laughs> so, but he went. He went on his he, own. He took that and he moved on. Same thing with the electric. I sh- you know showed him a bunch of shit. And then when he and then you ran out of stuff to well, show no, him. No, no hell I no. Didn't, I didn't run out of stuff to show hell him. But no. he moved to Denver and said, "Well, I know what I know." Was Go ahead and do it, and it seems to be working very well. Yeah. And and and, and, and we won't. Time. And obviously, we won't talk shop too much for Absolutely. for uh, uh, you know privacy purposes of clients and things like that and customers. But um, but you guys have done some big projects together. Like you you've done some high level that commercial electrical stuff, right? Some fun uh, stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Some really f- we'll just say really fun stuff. We've done some, we've done a couple projects. Yeah. We. We've done some projects. We get the projects that nobody wants to touch. Yeah. yeah. When everybody's afraid of it. That's good. That's when we get the I like it. That's true. <laughs> well, already anyway. marketing. And so, you know? well, so what, you, what your dad has been doing uh, since you've moved back out here again for the last year is anytime you've got a big project coming up and he feels like a vacation and wants to, you know, get his hands on some. He just wants to come by. And he wants to come by and see and say. That looks like fun. That's good stuff. You know, that's, 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 that's what's going on. He just wants to take a look at it. Especially yeah. in Denver where I can smoke weed freely. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's super nice. I remember I remember the first time you came out here to visit, and we took you on Broadway, and we took you to his dispensary. It was like a kid in a candy store. Yeah. <laughs> he was just, he was my like. my whole life for that. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, geez, guys, you, I don't think you understand. Like. <laughs> I don't think you understand what a big deal this is, man. I've been I've been waiting my whole fucking life for this. Just like 
seen people go to jail I was probably for smoking weed over 50 years before I was able to walk into a store and buy it. That's, <laughs> that's crazy. Well, it's been it's You've been come fun a long having way, you come baby. in and out of town, man. It's been really cool. And it's always cool to come here. My kids are here, you know, so it's yeah. you guys are here. We love having you here. Yeah, it's no. a good time, you know. Well, it's nice to be able to return the favor because we went out to see you guys for so long. In fact, Logan, I got I got some shit to show you later in the episode. Oh no! Some things that came into my possession last night that are gonna oh, yeah. blow your brain up. You're gonna like it. Um, we won't be able to show I'm much afraid. on the live stream. Why not? But, it's right uh, there. But I do want to show you some of these pictures and just get your reactions on. Were on they? The were they? Are they from uh, Fatty's closet? Yeah. Yep. Uh, uh, Nini sent me. A handful. She of sent them. you some, some of them, of them. and I'm just bad. like, oh no, what's going on here? Like this one in particular that looks really, really bad. Oh, and I don't, I don't know what's <laughs> know going on. I know which one you're talking. We're about. just like laughing about something, and the camera clicked at the right moment, and I'm just like, oh, <laughs> if I ever do anything really, really big with my life. That's going to be like it's the cool. picture that's that, like secret, you know. That's that, the one that's going to come back result to result in every club in the U.S. like boycotting our band. Mm-hmm. And, hey, but at least Blabbermouth and Metal Sucks will write about it, so that's uh-huh. good. That's good. Well, yeah. Let's show that one first. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, but no, but we're going to get into that later in the episode. All right, um, fine. Man. Fine. Man, we were talking about something. We had a little uh, a little good joke exchange uh, before I came in that I was telling Tony about. Oh, yeah. Because on the, on the band do, thread? We've got to do a photo shoot. Mm-hmm. You know, we're overdue for a photo shoot. We got those great ones that um, that Daphne took when we were in Belgium. But since the lineup's changed and, you know, since we're getting ready to go on this big uh, uh, marketing campaign for the new record and the comics and stuff like that, we need to get our press materials together. New year, new you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> new year, new you. So we've been, uh, we've been, sorry, <laughs> we've been touching base um, with, uh, with a photographer, a new photographer that we're going to go work with. And uh, one of the tips that we've gotten is uh, having, having movement in our photos. They're like, there's something about the phenomenon and having movement in your photos draws people's attention to your photographs and da, 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 da. And so I'm trying to think of like fun stuff that we can do for that. Cool. And I saw a video of jerry's daughter kennedy's birthday party and they took her to an indoor trampoline park and she's running around and i'm like that's what we should do we should just have this photographer follow us around in a trampoline park we'll have a really great time it'll be awesome so i sent a text to the band thread and it just says uh it just says guys i have it but for our photo shoot we should do the thing inside a trampoline park so we can get us jump around and, da, 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 da. and logan goes terrible idea. is this just a backhanded way of getting me to work out i said exercise no exercise is this a backhanded yeah. way of getting me to exercise yeah and i go and i go no 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 by the way on an unrelated note let's also do a photo shoot at an aa meeting <laughs> and then my response was the third video is going to be at bass lessons <laughs> <laughs> that was killing me i had to tell the guys about that shit that's man. fucking good yeah but but no i what do you guys think what do you guys think of doing the photo shoot inside the trampoline park I'm sure we could get some good photos out of it. And we get to go to a trampoline park, so. I I wonder if there's a way we could, like, lay down a green screen, like a big green, like, key green fucking sheet over an area and just, like, jump into it and then put the background like we're, we're flying out of a brick wall or shooting through space or something like that. 
Hell, we might be able to key the whole thing out with without even using a green screen. Maybe they should just draw us again. What instead of having a <laughs> instead of having headshots? Yeah, we are going to start getting uh, older, uglier, and more overweight. It worked for Grand Funk Railroad. They look like hunks, and they'll look like hunks forever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if I, if I met the oh, speaking of looking, and those like, guys are scrawny motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, which album is that? That's Women of the World Beware or something yeah, like there's that. There's a couple of yeah, yeah. That's the one. All the women of the world beware. And it's all them just like with like huge muscles. Well, that's and the stuff one where like it's, it's a picture of that, and then they have their heads superimposed over the bodybuilders. And on the inside, it's a cartoon drawing right. of them all hunky with like the girls chasing after them and them just like looking super handsome and like running away. Maybe we should just have it drawn because here's the thing in the time it's going to take us to do this comic, <laughs> the gears are turning. Yeah. In the time it's going to take us to do this comic the way we want to do it and get out all these albums that we want to do and with kids and wives and the whole thing and, and really focusing on the long tail game, we are not going to age well compared to our characters. And so maybe instead of doing photo shoots, we should just be drawn forever and we can have people draw us and then horrify crowds when we do go on tour and come out on stage and they're like, oh my God, somebody drank from the wrong cup. <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, remember that Simpsons episode. Jones joke. Yeah, this is my second Simpsons uh, reference today. But okay. remember that Simpsons episode where they go into Matt Groening's office and it's the bald guy with the eye patch and he says, "Get out of my office!" Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I thought that's what he looked like for the majority of my life. <laughs> I was just like, oh, he's just a crazy man, you know. But then like YouTube and the internet came out and I was like, oh, he's a humble. Chubby bearded man. He's so what you think a cartoon guy would look like? Yeah. Yeah. But I thought he was a crazy eye patch dude. You thought for most of your life that that's what. Well, I, I don't like. know when that came out, but yeah, pretty much. That would be like I feel like he would be more in the limelight if that happened. You know what I mean? Like I, I think that you would have seen him more in the papers if it was just like crazy ass Matt Groening does. <laughs> Something and it's just like some old guy with an eye patch. Like I always kind of imagined that like he just didn't want people knowing what he looked like, so he created that character. Deep thoughts. Yeah. Deep thoughts. Think on that one. Let um, us know what you think. Yeah. Have you watched the dirt yet? Yeah. What did you think of it? <laughs> Spoiler alert. They all die. <laughs> Eventually. They'll like, they they will all die. <laughs> Sorry, Dave. No, I saw you post that joke and you were like, uh, you were like, spoiler alert, Motley Crue dies. Like, and, and I saw the responses, and like half of the people on there were like, thank God, if only. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think it was kind of a a quick cash grab on their point, oh, uh, yeah. on their part. Like Everything At the end, it's like cash grab. executive producers, all of them. And it was just like, yeah, they just made a movie and made a bunch of money off of it. But it's cheesy and hokey and... The book is way grimier and crazier. Their whole deal. See, this is the thing. Motley Crue's entire deal is a cash grab. Like, well, yeah, yeah. Like, they, they, like everything about them is a cash grab, a quick cash grab. I mean, they've been cocksuckers since day one. You know, I I read what 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 I think's funny is the like the people who are watching it. And they're like, it's a piece of shit, and it sucks, and Molly Crew sucks, and da 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 da. Yeah, well, nobody like, likes anything anymore. Yeah, 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 nobody likes anything anymore. For one, but 
Man, when that's we unfortunate. Read, when we read it's the book, true, man. Nobody we, can watch anything. The second something new comes out or a remake of anything, everyone watches it with this attitude, and you can see it because it's on the camera. Just yes. arms folded. I don't know. I already have a thumbs down opinion. Yeah, about it. I'm going to go ahead and say it. Bill and I didn't like it. That <laughs> looks stupid. I'm going to go ahead and say it. It was formulaic garbage. I didn't like the dirt. Fight me. Fight me. Yeah. Who gives okay. a shit? So, so here's the thing. We had that book, you remember? Yeah. yeah. Way back in the day, and we passed it around the I think van, there was a tour where like, re- yeah. I think Ty bought it, read it, and I then like two of us read it on the road. Yep. That was right on the road. It was like that that one in White Lion Fever got passed around. And the Slash Book. And the Slash Book, yep. We passed it around. Everybody took turns reading it. Yeah. And we didn't put it down for the whole goddamn tour. It was written really well. And I liked how it was like from each band member's point of view. And the movie kind of dabbles in that at the beginning. What I wanted was a little more of their backstory. It was like, as soon as it started, it was like, yeah, we were kids. Bam! They were playing fucking Whiskey A Go Go. And it's like, that was quick. Yeah, that yeah, was, yeah. I, I found myself saying that was quick throughout the whole thing. Right. It may, well, there's so much to the story. Right. You know, I was. Uh, there's so much that can be left out. You know, but but the the point is is that I walked away from that book disliking Motley Crue. Like as a band, I was like, eh, I don't like them. I don't like them as people. Blah 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 blah. I, and I don't to this day. I don't really listen to their music. I'm not a big fan. But I read that book cover to cover. The internet will not shut the fuck up about this piece of shit movie that was made. We're talking about it, and two of us in the room haven't even watched it. Have you watched it yet, Dave? Three out of four of us in the room haven't even watched I don't it. Think having a conversation. We will watch it. it, but I don't think my dad's ever going to watch it. I'll, I'll watch it. Unless mom watches it. Here's the, here's the yeah, thing. Do, do you even give a shit like, about Motley Crue's story? No. No. <laughs> no. But... But Good. sometimes stories are fun just because they're stories, man. You know? I like the Queen movie. Th- yeah, they, yeah. Th- Queen see, and Tony good. and I talked about that, and Tony wasn't super like wild much. about it. I still haven't seen it yet. I, I mean, I, It, it would have been a million times better if they were just shown Brian May's upbringing just a little bit. Just a little bit. Just more. a little bit. Like, he's an astrophysicist that builds his own equipment. What the fuck? Yeah, he's Don't super, cut that from the movie. He's super brilliant. Yeah. He's super brilliant. <laughs> speaking of brilliant and speaking of British people... Uh, you know how, like, Jan makes fun of American people, and we've heard about a lot of people make fun of American people that we say awesome too much? Yeah. Mm. Have you noticed how much British people say brilliant? Yeah. They say it entirely too much. Yeah. Just way too much for things that, like, brilliant is, like, so bright that it blinds you. I think that's the same thing they think about us saying awesome. They're like, they're like, oh, this toilet paper I bought, it's just brilliant. Yeah, that's <laughs> it's so hyperbolic. Anyway. Motley Crue movie. Um, here's here's the thing, man. It's like I went and saw. They're all ghosts. I went and saw. Um, it's a dream. <laughs> it's all a dream. I went and saw uh, Lords of Chaos. Yeah. And, I haven't seen that yet. And and it had the same response from people who were like it's stupid or it's brutal or it's amazing or it's it's dumb just like the band was. Which one's Lords of Chaos? It's the one about what? Norwegian black metal, yeah, like yeah. Mayhem oh, yeah, 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 yeah. and Burzum no, and that remember, whole story. And it's and a I fucking think, way more interesting story than Motley Crue. That's for fucking. But sure. I think they also take that story and kind of 
you know, and, and fluff it up. And, and it's also stupid. It's a stupid yeah. story about stupid people. And sometimes stupid stories about stupid people are fucking fun, man. It's like, I don't like Motley Crue, but I am definitely going to see that movie. I, uh, I definitely enjoyed reading the book, and their impact is undeniable. It's like, I just kind of feel like, why even... Like, who's ultimately responsible for getting value out of something? You know what I mean? Like, if you are mm-hmm. listening to an album or watching a band or watching a movie or reading a book or hearing any kind of story, like, who's really responsible for enjoying it? Like, can you enjoy a piece of shit movie and just let it be okay that it's a piece of shit movie? Absolutely. You ever seen Kung Fu Hustle? Kung Fu Hustle is a good, shitty movie. It's a great, it's a brilliant, shitty movie. Joe Dirt. Joe Dirt is a great, shitty movie. Absolutely. There's like, I mean, there's That's my dad's favorite kind of movies is great, shitty movies. Yeah, man. Yeah. I mean. Idiocracy. Idiocracy. How many times did it take Anchorman to catch on for you? I, like it was uh-huh. like this like the first time I watched so Anchorman, I was like that movie was fucking stupid. Oh, uh, I, I've been missing these uh, comments. We have some comments already. Oh, hi, uh, Jimmy from uh, Kick and Valentina said, "I got your Alien Probe slash Sweep." That was a while ago. <laughs> Ty's watching. Corey Healy just gave us a bunch of uh, dick shaped emojis. <laughs> okay. And uh, yeah, that's about it. Cool. cool. Well, thanks for chiming in, everybody. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, tune in. Uh, Motley Crue's all right. They're not my favorite band. The book was entertaining. I mean, they. Ha- I, I haven't gotten around to seeing the movie, um, but I will eventually. But that's, have, just, that's just mean, where Motley Crue ranks on my cool priority song. list in general. It's like they've got some killer songs. They yeah. were a right place, right time type of situation, right. and they also wrote cool fucking songs. I mean, I again, I don't like them. Like, as people, they're not the first no. band I listen to. But if I heard Kickstart My Heart come on the radio, I probably wouldn't change it. It's a fucking good song. Yeah. I could sing along with it, have a great time. I went, you know, I went and saw Motley Crue, and even though they were kind of silly, and it was a, a little more like Steel Panther than I think even Steel Panther is, man. Kind of, yeah. Like, uh, it's, it's total Vegas act, like total Hollywood nonsense. But... I had a really fucking good time. They're I enjoyed like watching tunes. them play. I sang along with the songs. I also, that wasn't in their heyday. Like, I think if you had a time machine and going back and seeing Saw them in the would, 1980s. It would have been, like, a kick in the nuts, you know? But yeah, man. People, people also just, like we talked about, people like trashing shit for recreation, man. And I just think, like, it's like, wow, I would much rather try and find as much enjoyment as I possibly can in life. So even if something is bad, I want to find a way to make it worth my time. Because the only one who's going to lose out on that time is is me. So I might as well enjoy the thing that I did during that time. Does that make sense? Yeah. Try yeah. and find some kind of enjoyment from it. Fuck my Uh Speaking... <laughs> Speaking of, of speaking of 80s bands and, like, totally on the other side of the spectrum, um, I got to, and I, I brought this up briefly on the last episode, my um, Oingo Boingo tribute band. Oh, me. yeah, you didn't get into that. That was what we were going to talk about last week. Dude, Logan showed up for the end of the set. I saw a couple songs. Yeah, uh-huh. a handful of songs. He saw, he saw the what last two songs of the set. It was good. I mean, it was at the Owl, and I was standing right next to Chad Amon, so I heard a lot of, you know, but... It was it was really good. The whole room was going. Considering like, first of all, considering how much work it was, 
Yeah. Oingo Boingo, Danny Elfman, easily some of the hardest popular music of the last uh, of the last 50 years. Who do you think had the hardest job in the band? Oh, Play, Playing man. that kind of music. I would say probably, okay, there were two guys in particular who did all the charts for the band. So I think they had the hardest time. Like, we had a guy who did all the horn arrangements and a guy, the guitar player, who did all the chord arrangements. And those guys, I think, had the hardest job because those guys chart professionally for a living. Like, and they had to play their instruments and learn the parts. So definitely our guitar player and our trumpet player, like, they went above and beyond charting out all the shit. Um, but everybody in the band had their own unique challenges simply because we learned over 20 of some of the hardest pop songs ever written. Or, you know, I mean, Danny Elfman, you've heard his composition stuff. You know what I mean? You've heard, like, Nightmare Before Christmas, um, Beetlejuice. Batman, Beetlejuice, all his composition stuff. But like The Simpsons for another reference. Bam, bam, number three. Number yeah. three. Before before he started doing any of that shit, he had his fucking rock rock and roll pop band that was like so incredibly imaginative and and diverse and dynamic and, and just different than anything else that was at, out at the time. And even though it was a group of of what I would say are twelve of the best musicians here in the city, that shit was hard for everyone involved to learn that many songs in only like six rehearsals honestly only six rehearsals wow and and really um only stopped playing with the backing track two rehearsals from the end wow it was it was one of the most challenging things I've done in music, but easily one of the most rewarding things that I've done in music. I, I was talking to my boss to about say? it. Yeah. What's that mean? I, I'm just, well, hey, I would say the... <laughs> oh, oh, okay. All right. I would say, all right. listen, in the short... Hey, we've been having wait, a wait, great wait, practice without you. Hold on, you got me all wrong, baby. For the last three weeks. You got me all wrong, baby. Please, listen. <laughs> I'm not saying she's better than you. I'm not saying she's prettier. Th- I'm just saying it was really intense when it was going on. I'm just saying it's it's something that will always stand What's out up? in my mind. We've got some new people watching. Uh, my brother, Joey Klontz, Alec Rip. Rippy. Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, Michael Vernon from Very cool. OKC. What's up, man? Yeah, shout out to all you guys, man. Fucking Mike's getting married soon. He sent me an invitation to his wedding. I'm oh, the one that can't go. Whoa. Yeah. Um, um, I, yeah. t- I was telling my boss about your Oingo Boingo. Oh, he trivia. hit me up immediately. Yeah, and he wants to book you guys and... He asked me how you guys were. I was like, man, they had the whole room going. It was great. And he was like, props to them for not calling themselves Dead Man's Party. There's already a band called Dead Man's Party. Oh, well. And they're they're one of the they're one of the biggest. Uh, in fact, to my knowledge, they're like the only Oingo Boingo tribute recognized by the band. Hmm. Or like Danny Elfman recognizes them, but like one of the other guys doesn't. Or like. Basic, from what I understand, there was a falling out there that they really weren't super public and nasty about, but but I got the sense that like one guy approves them and the other guy doesn't. That's what I think I heard. Boingo I drama. Yeah, Boingo drunk. Oh, Boingo drama. It's Oingo this, Boingo that. <laughs> but yeah, it was... Um, you know what really Oingo's my Boingo? <laughs> you know what really Oingo's my Boingo? What was the other one you were saying? 
what really what really radars my O'Reilly. You know what really radars my O'Reilly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good ones, yeah. man. Oh man, oh man. Um, yeah, but it was, uh, man, it was the horn. the The coolest part, in my opinion, the coolest part was getting to work with seriously scary good musicians. Yeah, um, having that horn section yeah, fine. going. Um, cool, and, whatever. And our. Uh, <laughs> yeah, sure. I, I'm sure it was magical. Sure, they were great. Well, no, no, no. When I when I I'm say sure you had a magical I, time at the owl. <laughs> <laughs> when I say when I when Why don't I you say have them do a podcast with you. <laughs> Want to talk yeah. about them the whole time? Maybe you could do your reptiles and samurai podcast. Hmm? <laughs> maybe maybe reptiles and samurai will move across the country to be in your van. Maybe reptiles and samurai will stay together for twenty goddamn years. <laughs> maybe reptiles and samurai will put up with your alcoholism and your and your reckless behavior and no, no they won't. No. Mm-mm. But okay, way better musicians. In, in all in all seriousness, <laughs> way too good for that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they they wouldn't put up with it. In all seriousness, um, the, when when I say most, you know, most challenging and most rewarding things, like I look at our overarching career as being. You don't need to explain it. Hey, that's enough. You <laughs> listen. You guys are my wife. <laughs> but Saturday nights of a guma. <laughs> uh, Fawn said your mic looks like a dick, yeah. and uh, so Tony's mom is watching. Hey, <laughs> hey, ma. <laughs> Fawn said your mic looks like a dick, and your mom is watching. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, oh, I wanted to give. Uh, I wanted to give. We're gonna get into our uh, sponsors here in a minute, and then I want to show you some stuff, Logan. Uh, but before we get into that, I want to give an extra special shout out to somebody, and that is um, finally here it comes. I started <laughs> here. What comes? Oh, go on. Shout out to. I want to give a shout out to. Oh, 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 oh! No, I'm not getting into that yet. I'm not getting into that yet. I know. I, I oh. want to give a shout out to. Um, I, so a couple months ago. I ended up losing my job and like, you know, during a time when Sarah's like six, seven months pregnant and I really didn't know what I was going to do. And I ended up getting a really fantastic job um, with this company here in town called Fire on the Mountain. They're a wings place uh, up in the Highlands. Uh, you know, they went best of Denver all the time. Um, they've been inter- you know they've been nationally recognized just the place is always slammed super busy really great place really great food but mostly what I want to give a shout out to is the people who run that business um, today is day one of my six weeks of paid parental leave brag this- much dude golf club dude it's incredible that's great. It's in, it's, in, it's incredible that this company is out there. Yeah. Um, I actually hit them up today to like ask if I I was like, can I give a shout out to you guys and like talk about how awesome you are publicly? Because I don't know if that's appropriate. I don't know if it's like, you know, if they want people talking about trade secrets. But the head of HR over there was like, no, we're 
we're super stoked about whatever what our owners do for us too like i was like because seriously i want to fucking shout it from the mountains how grateful i am but these guys i've been there a month and they gave me six week six weeks uh parental leave with pay they give me health insurance vision dental um life insurance I'm going to be eligible for a 401k soon. They tip pool in the entire fucking restaurant. So, like, everybody, including the kitchen, like, gets a piece of what people throw down. They're always fucking busy. There's always hours to go around. Like, the schedule is super flexible, and they are the sweetest fucking people that I have ever worked for. This is... I've been in the service industry a long goddamn time. And this is, hands down, the... The, the best service job I've ever had. They're really just fantastic people. And I cannot thank them enough for allowing me the time to be with my family at the beginning of the time that everything starts. So, Andrea, Cheech, thank you so much. Cheech. You guys are fucking amazing. Nice. Everybody who works there is fucking amazing. Um, I love you guys. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And, uh, man... It's not the if, Cheech, is if, it? I really feel like businesses like them oh, are no. setting the standard for the way no, no. businesses are going to be run in the future. I was going to bring that up. A lot of service industry places are changing like the way Illegal they, Pete started Illegal doing Pete's that, right? Did it, yeah. I, think, I think Snarfs does it, too. Snarfs does it, too. Dude. And it's just kind of like they're taking care of their people, like family, and you know, people stay and give a shit about their job they rather treat than the, just They like, treat the guests so much better. Yeah. Yeah, it just makes people happier, man. And and your your employees are the interface of your fucking company. You know, like It's weird when people want to go to work. Oh, know? dude. And we get our asses kicked. Don't get me wrong. It right, is right. a hiring job. I've I've been in there before when it's just like, "Oh, fuck." It's crazy. Yeah. Dude, you're talking about an hour and a half wait to get a table at a fucking wing joint, man. Like It's, it's Super slammed. Bowl and football season. Is that good? Oh, dude. It's, it's fucking dude, tasty, it's just man. a good Fun place to hang out. The place, the place is more fun than the wings are. The, good, the place, it's no, super crowded. Are, you're, I'm it's super it's loud. I really like wings, and yeah, uh, they have like wings. a tester plate you go in. So it's like you ever go to a place and it's just like I'm gonna try this sauce, and you yeah. get it, and it's like oh, I should have gone the other way. Or they you give, know? or they give you the samples, and then like you try it while you're there, and then you yeah with pretzel sticks. Yeah, exactly. you, you pretzel sticks give it a shot, and then or you, you do can, a pretzel sticks. Too. Yeah, yeah. I think I've had that in barbecue joints before. You know, where you have like the tester right. pretzel stick thing. It's just a cool setup and it's a good business. And I, I guess they use like good chicken and shit. Like oh, that yeah. Redbird so. chicken and yeah. stuff like that. It, the, the big thing is, is it's like they have bred a culture of values where like everybody like feels like they're part of that place. And they're all happy to be there and they're all super excited and motivated to be there. And they take their jobs seriously and they treat customers right. And the place just thrives as a result. And I feel like that is an example of the way we're going to see businesses go and companies that aren't able, and, and across all um, fields, but specifically the service industry where, you know, automation is getting rid of a lot of jobs, but I don't know if automation will ever fully get rid of like that kind of service experience, you know, until 
until one day robots are able to act like that. But I digress. Um, <laughs> but no, like let's going, get into that. Going to a <laughs> really dive into that. Yeah. Sink, no, no. Let's go our, off on this tangent. Let's real quick. sink our teeth into robots for a second. No, 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 no. I will lose my place so bad, and you know it. I know you will. And you know it, and you just want to laugh in my face in my moment when I'm trying to thank my job. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <I'm just gonna laughs> that's what I'm trying to do. And you really couldn't sink your teeth into a robot. Let's well, well unless it was like Terminator that. robot with like with living flesh. tissue. Well, unless yeah. it was a yeah. smushy robot. Right. There are there there is smushy robot yeah. technology being developed. Think more creative right than that. that. Doesn't have to be just human <laughs> flesh. It could be it could be fucking barbecue. Living tissue. It, on it could top be what? Of, you know. a barbecue robot that you can sink your teeth. What into. I was what we're talking about chicken. If if companies he's thinking chicken. I think. I'm thinking chicken for yeah, sure. Thank God for chicken. If companies do not adopt this way of doing business, they're not going to be able to stay competitive with the companies that do. Because, man, all I see is that place thriving and kicking ass. And I swear to God, it has everything to do with the way they treat their employees. So if you want to go eat at a good place, like good food, but also treats their people right. Or if you're like looking for a job, get your fucking name on the list to like work at their new location or find companies that run their companies like that, man. I'm sure there Seriously. is a list. Mikey V, I thought smushy robot was a term for a vibrator. <laughs> ah, mom, what's this? I found it in your closet. Oh, honey, that's just mama's smushy robot. <laughs> it's for when I'm, uh, you know, smushing. <laughs> So, yeah, shout out to Fire on the Mountain. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Let's give a shout out real quick to the people who helped this thing happen week to week. First and foremost, the one, the only, Matula Plumbing. Matula! Des Plaines, Illinois, Angie's List winner, Super Service Award 2011. Mm. That was a good year for Super Service Awards. Mm. That's when Angie's List really had their really had her shit together. When she went over things with more of a fine-tooth comb. Nowadays, anybody can get in. Between 2012 and 2019, they've literally let anybody in. But in 2011, when Jerry Matula managed to squeak through the discerning fine-comb process of being Angie's List Super Server of the Year. Man. Man, they had really high standards back then. Who wore the booties? He'll wear the booties for you. That's the main, that's the main thing, I think, that... I think I gotta get some booties. Customer satisfaction. Customer satisfaction. It starts with the booties. Master, master, master of poopers. <laughs> You're flushing down things. You're flushing down things. Speaking of poopers, it kind of smells like farts in here. Yeah, a little bit. That weed smells like puppy diarrhea. I don't know. I like it. Shit rolls downhill. <laughs> don't be at the bottom. Your shit is our bread and butter. Your number two is our number one priority. Matula Plumbing Displains. Woo! Evergrove Studio, solar powered. Solar powered. In the middle of the Shadow Mountain region of the Rocky Mountains above Evergreen, Colorado. No way, Joey. I'm smoking a joint at the moment, too. Oh. (laughs) What are the chances, bud? Oh, okay. Shout out to Joey Klontz, smoking a joint at the same time. Evergrove Studio, greatest studio in the state of Colorado. Nay, the country, nay, on the planet Earth, nay, in the universe, <laughs> nay, 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 in the multiverse, in the endless Whoa. infinitum of the multiverse and the multiverses within the multiverse. He thinks big. 
Beyond yeah. the Void, Evergroove Studio. Go see Jenny and Brad and the whole gang. They're great. They're just lovable. We just love them so much. Go see them for your next project. Flipside Music. Man, Ike, he got what you need. He got the pedals. He got the amplifiers. He got the guitars. He got the know-how. He's got the tools. He's got the talent. He knows his shit. He only takes the best stuff. Flipside flip flip Music. Uh, check him out. And tell Ike. The, the voice Mutiny Information Cafe. This is, of course, a Mutiny Transmission, which is a media service division of Mutiny Information Cafe to South Broadway in the historic Baker District, Denver, Colorado. The heart of Denver underground music very and art culture. The center of Denver. Yeah. It's the very center, and that's why it's the heart, baby. Actually, it's probably about 15 weight, feet away from the center. It's the, on the corner. The center would be the middle of the streets. It's the pulsing heart of everything that is cool about Denver. To South Broadway. Coffee, books, music, records, comic books, pinball machine. Have you seen that Alice Cooper pinball machine they got in there now? Fuck yeah. That thing. Have you played that thing yet? It's tight. It's wicked tight. Uh, I went I'm in there not... I went in there the other day and Corey Healy made me a um uh, a London fog. Have you ever had a London fog before? It's it's basically a frothy Earl Grey, I, uh, hey, Earl Grey drink. It's I'm, good. I'm not much for coffee myself, but uh, it's tea. My dad is. Oh my God, the coffee was so good today. Yeah, yeah. And he, uh, you just got it black, right? Well, I would put a little cream in it. Okay. But Corey's actually the guy that's uh, flavor. Oh yeah, they make good stuff. They got, they got Pablo's coffee. Yeah, yeah they got Pablo's yeah. coffee. Corey's actually the guy that's going to teach me how to make beef jerky. Oh, is cool. he? Yeah. He brought in a bunch to the bar, and he was like, "Do you like beef jerky?" And he just gave me a bag of it. I started calling him beef jerky fairy. <laughs> and he's just dropping off. He's like, try this, try this, and he—he's a good guy. That's like that was like my nickname in high school, the beef jerky fairy, the beef, jer- the beef jerkin fairy. Get out of here, beef jerkin fairy. <laughs> That's what they used to say to me. That's what they used to say to me. Did they stop? No. No, 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 no. They still don't stop. By the way, they is Tony and Logan. And this <laughs> is a week ago. Yeah, um, yeah I want to get Corey <laughs> on the show. We're going to band practice. Yeah, yeah I'd love to have Corey I want to get, I talked to him. I tried to get him on the show today, but he was unavailable. But Corey, if you're watching, Corey he Healy. He was. I don't know if he's Shout out, man. We really want to have you on. Uh, shout out to Jim and Matt at Muni Information Cafe. Really just an awesome place to go hang out, go see a live event. Jim and Matt may be on this uh, podcast next week. Next week? Next week, Monday. Whoa. That'd be badass. But we have, we have to do it uh, earlier, like a few hours earlier. Stay tuned on that. Four we hours might have, earlier. Might have Jim and uh, Jim and Matt on the show. J- Jim, Jim's in for sure. Matt that would be badass. I want, dude, I was telling those guys, I was telling Matt and Jim and Corey, I want to do a series of, like, rock dads. Uh, yeah. yeah. Like, like, get Matt and Jim and Corey, Jay Party Lord, and... Fucking you got one here. Tyson Tyson Murray, Mr. Dave Wilburn himself. Fucking yeah, I wanna get I wanna get a bunch of dudes. A bunch of rock dads. Anyway, rock stop dads by. hanging out with other rock, rock dads. dads. Hanging. Welcome to the Rock Dad Rock oh, Cast. Right, man. Hell yeah. Hey man. Yeah, What's I, going on? Welcome to the Rock Dad Rock Cast. I'm kinda <laughs> hearing a spin-off here. Man, my, my <laughs> motherfucking Rock Dad. Podcast. My, my dad, my kid, man. The other hey, day, my kid. Another rock dad. Dustin Stevens is watching. Hey, Dustin hey, Stevens. Hey, rock dad. Rock dad. Yeah, rock dads. We love our rock dads. This is, dude. We're rock dad. We're rock dad. Rock. Motherfucking ruckus. Hashtag rock dad rock. 
or dad rock rock wait dad wait rock dad rock yeah dad rock for rock dads yeah. sure man yeah, it'll whatever. catch on yeah. i'll make it catch on cool. by trying to force it um <laughs> rocket space rehearsal studios the official rehearsal studio of motherfucking ruckus and you like know all the other bands i'm gonna put in a sponsor right here i'm gonna say mike from larimer lounge oh fuck good yeah. one good yeah one. pre-game at larimer lounge yeah See, tell he'll Mike ta- the he'll boys ta- sent you. He'll take care of you. Yeah. Rocket Space yeah. Rehearsal Studios. You ain't gotta carry shit. <laughs> That's the name of the game. Fact. Check them out. TheNugNation.com. This is, of course, recorded live at uh, the Nug Nation Studios in beautiful Denver, Colorado. Check out TheNugNation.com Isn't this great? To, to see all the nugs in their wacky adventures. Characters made from real weed, man. And all their crazy, wacky shenanigans and, and goings on and whatnot. Uh, yeah, and tell everybody that the boys sent you, because everybody's going to be watching the Nug Nation. So while you're there watching it with everybody, tell them the boys sent you. Yeah. Yeah. Totally makes sense. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally makes Moving sense. Moving on. Last but most, the remake of the Bill and Ted movie, or Bill and Ted 3. Yeah. That's coming up. The fuck? Really? Thank the Patreons. Yeah, 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 yeah. <coughs> oh, no, no, no. More awesome than even that. More awesome than Bill and Ted 3. The more beautiful, awesome than Bill and Ted 3. Yeah, more awesome than Bill and Ted 1, 2, and 3. Combined. Combined and multiplied no, times 100,000. Here it comes. The people who back us on Patreon.com <sighs> slash MF Ruckus. Man, we fucking love you guys. Dave. You're one of those guys. <laughs> Thank you so much for doing that, man. Hey, now, who, who set that up? Did you set that up or did mom set it up? Your mom set it up. Yeah, clearly. All right. Make sure you get me in there. Don't just feel like the two of us. Give me, you do you. <laughs> <laughs> she had her set up two separate accounts. Oh, well, yeah, we got the same account. We got the same bank account. Yeah. I thought that was interesting. I was like, huh, I guess they just keep the finances separate out there. Oh, well, it's like, it's like no, set up two dude, accounts. I've been, I handed, I've been handed a check over for the last 40 years. <laughs> I just come home, I give her the check, and she gives me whatever I need. <laughs> what gal? It seems to work out pretty well. That's yeah. a good... You know, that's kind of what I'm starting to see is if... Is you have to have a good woman. Yeah, well, dude, I just... Rule number one, you got to have a good woman. <laughs> I just, I come home every week and I just give Sarah cash and I go, just use this for whatever you need it for. Exactly. And I have a place to live and cats. I like that. Yeah. Grateful Deadbeat Dad is a bad idea for a podcast. Grateful Deadbeat Dad? <laughs> uh, are you talking bad like Michael Jackson bad or like... Sounds like a good song, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm a grateful deadbeat dad. All my kids are real fucking sad. (laughs) Thanks to the Patreons. Yeah, Yeah. thanks so much to the patrons. All you guys. Uh, We can't do it without you guys. And mom. Six months from now, we'll have a song called Grateful Deadbeat Dad. Yeah, Yeah. Grateful Deadbeat. I'm actually going to write that down real quick. we got to see if we got a patch to send out for for one of those patrons. Um, Yeah, we're sold out of patches, man. Yeah, man. I just moved. I'm still unpacking a bunch of stuff. If I find one, it's yeah. it's this guy's. Do you know who ordered it? Um, it's actually guess. someone I don't think I've ever met before. A cu- mm-hmm. We got a couple orders from the Carolinas, North and South Carolina. Cool. Yeah. They Thank got you. a baby onesie and a, uh, cool. and a patch. And, dude, the word's getting out, man. We're in the Carolinas, guys. <laughs> 
That's awesome. Yeah. That's cool. Um, so. That's brilliant. That's, yeah. Awesome. At this at this point in the show, <laughs> logs. Awesome, man. I want to show you some of these. <laughs> oh, let's see. So I'm, last night. Oh, holy shit. I last already, night. I already don't want to look through this. Last night, I went over to uh, Fatty and Nini's place, and they gave me this stack of photographs that they found. And it is, man, it is seriously stuff from the first 10 years of the band. Spray-painted fourth-year freshman shirt mm -hmm. with my Warwick fretless, fretless bass. Yeah. Yeah, what a shit guitar. Yeah. <laughs> what a shit guitar. <laughs> yeah, what a shit guitar. It probably was actually a nice guitar, but just... Man, why did you play that thing? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I just saw it for a decent price, and I bought it, and I was like, this thing's neat and weird. Yeah. And well, and, like, <laughs> the, sure first, was. the first, like, heavy rock band that Logan and I really got into was Primus. Yeah, it was your first concert. That was, like, that was, so we, we were really into that band, and Les Claypool always had some weird fucking wacky bass that he was playing. Not only that, but Logan played in the jazz band yeah. in middle school. And uh, and instead of playing an upright, he played pretty, he played pretty much a fretless electric in, in jazz yeah. band, right? Uh, no, I didn't play fretless in jazz band. You yeah. got that after? Which one is it, Tony? Let me uh, see it's it. just, it'll come up in a second. It's me with a beer at some place. Yeah, no, this is uh this is you and Tay um hanging out when we played that uh we, we played that pizza shop in Ventura, California. Oh. And uh those dudes from uh one of the bands that we were friends with. I get the name of the band escapes me. I can't even remember, it was so long ago. Yeah, man, it's crazy it's crazy looking back at these and just seeing what little children we were. Right. You know what I mean? I was thinking the same thing. You guys were just Children. Well, when we first met you, yeah, Dave. I, when I, the pictures from the, your first time coming to Chicago, I didn't really realize it at the time because you know I seen you guys grow up since then, but you were still had your kid bodies. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, you guys were just little and faces. You know, I mean, it was. Uh, Got Tony wasn't even twenty one when we met. Oh you guys. man, I got a couple I have no. to show the the people watching. <laughs> okay, uh, another. I might have some this is a, a young young Ty Blosser. <laughs> Look at that pre oh yeah pre baby Ty Blosser. Look at that lean cut body. <laughs> Look how handsome he is. Oh man, uh, that's a good looking kid. We didn't call this the girls. is uh, Aaron Howell in his bosom up days. <laughs> oh, bosom no. up days. Kind of you know soaking it in. <laughs> Let me see this. Let me see. Oh yeah, this is somebody was down on the floor oh, and I, took I kinda, a picture. Wait, I think maybe I didn't hold it very, very well. It either looks you. like I'm planking on a stack of boxes or that I'm standing up. Let me uh, rehold that up there. <laughs> hold up, funny it's ones like, of me too. I'm not just. I got, I got a good one for you. This what? Is, this Which is, one? This is a picture from one of the first time I met you guys. Think I got that? Oh yeah, yeah, that is from that is from the like the probably the yeah, day that we met you. This, this is the day I met you guys, I think. Oh, that's perfect. It's pretty yeah. close yeah. to the day if we met you for up. sure. Yeah, because Jerry had the shiner. No, that was Logan. That's Logan. Had the that's Logan. Yeah. Was it? Look at that shit. Bad eyes. 
Yeah, man. So, so those are, those of you who are listening, we're going to be putting these up on. We're going to be putting these up on the socials over the next uh, over the coming weeks. Uh, we'll get them up somehow. One yeah, of the one of the things that really stood out from this whole stack is there's a few pictures of Worm in there. Here's Jordan and Worm. Yeah. So Worm was Brian Lucart, who was our first guitar player when the band first started, and. Oh, man. He like he was with the band for probably the first, I would say the first five years of the band. God, I can't even remember. Well, okay, so the band started in '97. Holy shit! Who's that? This guy, dude. Yeah, that's me. So that's Brian, in '97, yeah. um, I would have been. In '97, I would have been. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you can show that one. That's the base. Jesus, <laughs> I would have been uh, 15 or 16. So the band started in 97. Little young Tony Lee there. And Worm died in, I want to say, 2001. I want to say that he died in 2001. Napster was still a thing. You know what I mean? Um, There was no MySpace. There was no Facebook. There was, like... The beginnings of people starting to fuck around on the internet and really like trade stuff at a high level. But as far as social media goes, I think it was all just like blogs. AOL maybe and blogs, blogs, blogs and things like that. It was like live journal shit. So here's what really stood out is I'm looking at these yeah, pictures. Live journals. I'm looking at these pictures and I went to do oh. a Google search for Brian. Yeah. And I couldn't even find an obituary. Like, I couldn't find any information on this guy because he died so young and he died before everybody was all over the goddamn place. Right. You know, so there is the only record we have of him was that jar of ashes that we dumped all over stages around the world for years and years. And then did more than that. Say what? You did more than that. Well, we did the very last one at the last fourth year freshman show. At the so we okay, so Worm died of a heroin overdose when he was he was very young. He was very very young. It was he was fucking around. You know, he was a young kid, didn't know what he was doing. He wasn't like strung out for a long period of time. He was a young kid fucking around and he overdosed. And um and uh and it happened when it when it happened. We were so young, and and th- this was before it had gone on. And so, because he was so young, and because it was before this technology really existed, it's and his parents were very private. Really, all we walked away from is a handful of pictures. Like he's he's on recording. His music is on recording on a couple of the like early early records, and then that's it. That's really all that's on record for this guy who was like a huge part of our lives back then. Do you, you know, know what how, I mean? Do you know how yeah, old yeah. he was when he died? I want to say he was 19. Fuck. He was very young. And uh, it's just... Fuck. And, and we had, after he died, his mom gave us a little uh, honey bottle, a little plastic honey bottle. The honey bear bottle. The mm-hmm. little honey bear bottle. And we filled it with ashes, and we took it with us on tour, and we would keep it in the merch when we would go on tour. And for the earliest years of our band, when we were fourth-year freshmen and later fourth-year, 
I remember we, that bottle being around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We would shake it out and sprinkle it on stages around the place and in different oceans and things like that. Mm-hmm. And then what we did is the very last fourth year show before the band name changed, we took the rest of the ashes and we dumped them on the stage at Moe's Barbecue. So we like covered the stage at Moe's Barbecue with, with Worm's Ashes. And I was just going through these pictures today and I was just thinking about like what it is like now that pretty much everything about our lives is recorded and everything mm-hmm. about us is, you know, some fucking like like one day your Facebook page becomes your memorial. It becomes like 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 a digital Jeez. memorial wall and shit. Sucks. <laughs> Isn't that fucking terrifying? It's true though. It's yeah. it's now is it is that something that That'll go away. Is that is that is, it might go away a little bit more. Is that something that is, yeah. is more, better? The more it's used as a memorial, it might it might lessen people from putting so much stupid shit on their fucking Facebook, you know. Do you think that it extends people's or life not. or you think it just fades I'm to I'm not gonna stop doing it. I don't really do much to begin with. Yeah. Well, but but here's the thing is I'm looking at these pictures of worm and I'm wondering, like, is it doing more harm than good or more good than harm? Because I look at these pictures of Worm and I go, man, he was a really cool guy. And maybe if that type of access existed when he was alive, maybe there would be more for me to return to and maybe there would be more of a record of him. You know what I mean? For better or worse. For better or worse. But is it mostly for better? That's kind of the question that I have. Is this, it's like, I have a lot of hostility towards social media. You'll be dead one day, and there'll be 50 episodes of you talking for like an hour or two. Yeah, and I kind of like that. I kind of like that someday my son and my grandkids will be able could, to, like... Could be able to. Could could be able to. Yeah. Unless, like, the cloud gets taken over by, like, a sentient by virus that just destroys everything. And this is all a simulation anyway. And we're all just existing in a simulation. And this is just being created by random algorithms. No, but seriously, like, like I have a lot, I have a lot of hostility towards social media. And I don't like a lot of the things that it does. But I do like that there is definitely more of a record of our civilization than there might have been previously. And people people were against books when they first came out. People were against the radio when it first came out. People were against television when it first came out. Like there was always detractors who like complained about this stuff and how it was going to mean the undoing of civilization. And I wonder how much of our personal resistance to like technology right like this or our hostility or contempt for it is that same type of behavior of people like what yeah. getting old you know what i mean when we're 80 years old we're going to be looking at our grandkids or great grandkids and be like you should have seen the internet when it first came out man it was bad you can do whatever you wanted wow wow where you can do whatever you wanted yeah on you there. can do whatever you wanted Either that, if you're or real we'll good, you can find bank happened. accounts and steal all their money, and they can never catch you. Either that, or we'll be like my grandma, who is like 88 years old, and is just like, you know, she's talking about how it's all hard to grocery shop, right? And I'm like, and I'm like, well, grandma, why don't you just get 
them to deliver stuff. You can get stuff to deliver it. And she's like, well, you have to have a computer to do that. And I don't think it's fair. And I don't have a computer. And a bunch of people my age don't have computers. And if you don't have a computer, you have to get it as an app on your, and she seriously used these words, on your magic phone or whatever. <laughs> Not smartphone. Yeah. Magic phone. Like, we're going to be the equivalent of that someday in in so much as our relationship to technology. Well, Shrek's only like 35. He calls it a stupid smartphone. Yeah. <laughs> stupid smartphone. But I mean yeah, like... But technology will have advanced a lot quicker by then. So it's going to be yeah. crazy, crazy shit. And we're just going to be like... Yeah. Like Minority Report where they, he's got the fucking fingertip things and he's got the glasses and he can just move everything around and search for people. Right. Did yeah. you just say I can't work the hologram? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, holograms are already here, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. I just, I wonder what is going to be around in 60 years when all of us are my grandmother's age and our grandkids' technology, our grown grandkids' technology is just like, fucking alien to us like we're like i can't function that like we can't even we can't even conceive of that you know what i mean enough to make a joke like human beings can conceive of quite a bit through like science fiction and we have these like seemingly boundless imaginations but we can't even conceive of what technology is like going to be like i saw an automobile when i was a kid once now they're everywhere (laughs) everybody went and got themselves in a real damn damn hurry hurry. (laughs) i remember when a brand new car cost (laughs) 39.95 a brand new car cost 39.95 yeah i mean thousand or 39 yeah 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 yeah. four thousand four thousand dollars yeah that's still pretty fucking crazy. When 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 uh, you could buy a, a brand new house in a nice neighborhood for you know fifteen thousand, twelve thousand. Right. 000. Yeah. That's the down payment now. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's a mortgage payment for some folks. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. If you live in Colorado, especially. Yeah. But I'm pumped. Well, fuck. Bad joke. Uh, what time are we looking at, guys? Uh, oh, live eight people watching. Frank from Three Guys Pies is watching, and oh. David Bartz is watching. Hey guys. Hey guys. Thanks for watching. We're talking about stupid shit. We're talking about uh, space in the future, man. We got another uh, half hour. You want to take a quick break and then uh, come back in and wrap her on up? Sure. Cool. All right, Why we're gonna not? take a quick break. We'll be uh, right back. Cha cha. cute old guy <laughs> golly she sure likes you she does like me i think you should take her to the dance man oh she's already watching again of course of course what a gal what oh, a shit. lady it's my baby are we running how out long of are stuff? you in town for man uh, uh, the weekend no. probably yeah probably to the weekend something like cool that. well it's good having you come and hang out man I, I hate to tell you this, we're all out of we're all out of beer and we're all out of weed. Oh, dude, 
Uh, <laughs> girls got three kings, and you can buy like a pack of fucking joints across the street. What, you don't want to hang out with a bunch of grown men and play radio? <laughs> You'd much rather go hang out with cute girls and drink beer, three kings? MF Ruckus Radio. <laughs> I'm out of fucking beer. My babies are at the bar waiting for me. <laughs> me and Laura. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, so, you know, I, I get love it. you guys and all, but... <laughs> but I don't love you that much. You know, hey, man. Water is okay for, you know, like, driving and stuff. Usually, <laughs> as soon as we're done here, Aaron has to play computer. And as soon as we're done here, I'm like, okay. I'll see you guys at the bar. Yeah, they take <laughs> off and go to the bar. I'm like, oh, I'll catch up with you guys in a minute. I got to go uh, bounce down the show and get it sent off and loaded the Dropbox. And then we get there, and they're already enjoying their second and third beers and shots. And That's not all us. M- Mikey, Mikey, Mikey is usually is pretty not, heavy uh, on the poor. Yeah, yeah. He's, oh, he's yeah. a very he's a very pushy fella in, in a good way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he well, has, he has you. sent you guys into the practice room half cocked a time. It's, it's a thing yeah, he but likes we've, to do. we've learned from our mistakes. Right. That was <laughs> yeah. that was bad. He, he's he's also seen me come by after practice where I'm too loaded. And I'm like, dude, what the fuck? No. <laughs> and now now he pours like the little baby stuff. You know. Shout out to Mike at Larimer Lounge for taking good care he's of. He's one us, of our but, sponsors now. Yeah. Yeah, he's got to be one of our sponsors. We're going to need a sponsor. Three Kings. I'll be there in about, I don't know how long. Right. Hey, 20 if you're uh, in the neighborhood of Three Kings and you want to hang out with Mr. David Wilburn, the David Wilburn, the the one who sired, the one and only Tony Lee and Sire. me and Damian Christian. I love you guys. Uh, he's love on his way. Guys. Thanks for coming on the show, man. Let's Good hang nice. out before you go home. Uh, all right, man. Yeah. See you, buddy. Love you, buddy. Love you, too. Ah. Love you, bud. Love you, bud. I'll see you later. Uh, it's a good time, guys. Yeah, thanks for Next hanging, time, roll Dave. two joints. I'll stay for the whole thing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, right. hey, I wanted, to, uh, I wanted to I wanted to close with something with you guys. So it's the 50th it's episode. A poem. It's a light poem. What is I, love? I wrote a poem for you guys. <laughs> what you is love? That knowing what is, is knowing. Love? Is love unlacking the lacking that is unlacking to Whip out everything you got and, and do, do it in, in the butt. butt by Leon Phelps. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a wrap. So what I what I wanted to what I wanted to t- tell you guys is um, so uh, about a week ago, me and Tony went over to Jerry Cass's place. Okay. And we saw his studio is badass. Jerry's home studio is badass. It looks yeah. like Dr. Dre's studio. Yeah. I'm sure yeah. it's just a you know. Jerry's getting nice. busy. It's like a little dark cool. room that everything is just like a little PlayStation where you could like a musical playground type of thing, you know. Yeah. Like, and the stuff he's writing and demoing is, I heard awesome. Uh, I heard little snippets from it uh, just through the uh, "My Daddy Is a Bad Bad Man" just through Tony. That song. My Tony daddy and is uh, a bad, bad man. Dude, Tony, Tony and Ty. But Jerry is catchy, like, and I haven't even heard it. You know, Jerry is doing good shit in that studio. Yeah, he is. But we went over and we were hanging out. And we were talking. You know, Jerry, oh, what's up, Kalen? Jerry, Jerry left the band. You know what? Five years ago, six years ago, something like that. And you know, obviously, we're still good friends and white fudge. And you know, we haven't done any white fudge stuff in a while. But we're kind of talking about white fudge sto- shows and. And we get to talking about all the big changes that are coming up, you know, about like Tony moving back to Chicago and about the baby coming and the lineup change and all these different things. Mm -hmm. And Jerry just goes, man, this band cannot be killed. (laughs) He's like, he's like, people have died in this band. He's like, multiple people have died in this band. He's like, Mm -hmm. he's like, we've had 
people go to jail. He's like, we've had all sorts of craziness, people who have quit. He's like, I got fired twice. <laughs> and I'm like, well, you didn't get fired the second time. Or no, he goes, I got fired twice, and then I just quit coming the third time. You know what I mean? Like, we're just going on and on about the history of the band, and like, he's like, nothing can bring this band down. He's like, he's like, it'll it'll be going on pretty much forever. And as just long with, as Aaron has a heartbeat. <laughs> well, not only that, because the, the, the fact of the matter is, is if I didn't have you guys, I wouldn't want to do it. Yeah. I have always do you managed. Think the band would stay? Would you, do you think the band would keep going if Aaron like just disappeared tomorrow? I think so. You I, think I, you would I'd, keep I'd it going? Say, I'd say we sh- we right. try to keep it together. Who, who would sing? <laughs> oh, you. Me? Fuck. <laughs> no, God know. damn it. No, that's a good question. Do you guys think you would keep going if I wasn't around? Maybe. I th- I'd think hard. so. You uh, think so? I, I, I think I'd still want to play. I'm really yeah. happy to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> that's really... No, I'm really happy to hear that. Because that question... If, if you disappeared tomorrow, all of a sudden Logan would like have a suit and tie and just be like a computer, like <laughs> doing band, band business, you know, with the glasses on. And, oh, like, man. The shade that's green, fucking little lamp guys, thing. Guys, I need to take this seriously. Seriously, guys. It's time to put away the play. Just like an old-fashioned adding machine, yeah. just like cring, cring. I'm going over abacus. our tour numbers. They're terrible. <laughs> <laughs> the I last administration it, was terrible. You know, it's like, it. I just... I think <laughs> the band blows up and, and makes a million dollars. You and Ty <laughs> just look at me. single rose to Aaron's grave every You and Ty just look at me, I'm like, who's ready to work? <laughs> and it's like, oh, no, the new boss is a dick. <laughs> Oh yeah, and then and then you just look at the trajectory, and it's just like Bing, yeah. just straight to the top. The very next song that's recorded before it's even mastered is a hit. It's like it's like like Brad like Sublime was pretty big before Bradley Noel died, but then when he died and the band just became like like a household name, just like blew up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if there is an afterlife, I wonder if he's on the other side, just pissed. Or if he's stoked about it, like yeah, that thing I worked for, it was it was so good, it, it brought people so much joy. Or if he's like, "Fuck, man, where was all that going on when I was there? <coughs> Who's this Rome bitch?" Probably the latter. Yeah, probably yeah. the latter. Well, no. So I wanted I wanted to bring it up because, like Jerry said that, and <coughs> there are moments in our band's history where. I feel like I need that little booster shot of like, yeah, you've always done this. It's going to be forever. And like looking at these, looking at these pictures and just seeing really how long we've been trying to make this crazy thing fly and just doing it because Mm -hmm. it's fun. Like when you say like, as long as I have a heartbeat, it'll keep going. The fact of the matter is, dude, is that I would not have done this as long as I did, as I have, if there hadn't always been a core group of my best friends in the world. That is true. You know what I mean? Like there's been a lot of different people in this band over the years, but I have always been really good friends with whoever was in the band. Yeah. And that's because the most important part about all this is like like I've told you what I want to do with my life and it's and it's pretty much two items in one sentence. I want to travel the world and play music with my friends. That's it. But I've been thinking about it recently, and it's more, I've got that in the wrong order. And it's, it's, I want to hang with my friends and travel the world and play music. 
You know what? I want to hang with my friends and play music and travel the world. Like the order, that about the order of priorities is wrong. Mm. You know, it was wrong before because really what it is is the most important part of all of this for me is that I've gotten to do it with you guys. And if well, I didn't have you guys or, you know, better friends, I <laughs> there's no way I would keep doing this. So like, like I've been saying forever, when it comes to being in a band or even working with somebody in general on pretty much anything, you know, oh, hello. Um, number one is can you hang out with that person? Can you tolerate that yeah. person? Do you get along with the person, everything like that? Way down here is playability. Are you are you available? Uh, uh, do you like the same type of music? It's not know? even a close yeah. second. It's, it's, it's not even a close second. Playability yeah. is number two for sure, but it's not a close second. But it's not a close second at all. It's it's it's, it's pretty. It's, it, it's, it's it's can you hang out with your friends? That's how I'm, paramount. I'm, you can also take that away and say, just give me a shit ton of money and I'll play whatever the fuck you want in the that, background. I don't give a fuck. That's <laughs> how that's how paramount hangability is job. for being in a band. But that, yeah, if, if it's a job, then you then it doesn't matter. But if it's if it's your passion, number one is well. If you want to do it for the long term, if you're gonna if you're gonna do it for a long time, you know I can you hang out with that person? Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I've tour lets you know that right away. Oh, immediately. I've, I've been told for years how fortunate we are that we all get along and that we. It's been Fooled like the same them. core group of guys pretty much. forever. Yeah, pretty much. And people are just like, "Fuck, I wish I had that." And like, you can hear it in like, not necessarily jealousy, but like people wish that. Well, a little bit of envy that they're like, "Fuck, what?" That's what, cool. Well, a lot. And, I think a lot of people had that 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 going on when they were younger as teenagers or high school bands or whatever. You know, right? Yeah. It just so happens this high school band has stuck around for a very long time. And I've been around. We didn't do now. shit. <laughs> well, <laughs> goddamn. But thing. that's that's the important thing, and I th- I think that that's the distinction. Is it's like, yes, we have that, and it is enviable, <laughs> mm-hmm. but it's like that because we made it a priority. Right. Yeah. And also, let's look at this realistically. We sucked really bad for a really long time. You guys. But we really made bad. hanging out a priority. Yeah. We made hanging out a priority, and the playability. Came around on its own. We got better and better and better because we played together and we made music together and we know how to work on stage together and we've got we've got these things that we would not have had with the the, the playability. You know what I yeah. mean? Like that that we would not have had otherwise. That's why so many people for years have been telling us, you guys look like you were having a lot of fun out there. <laughs> That's the nicest way of saying I saw that pop into your brain while yeah. you were <laughs> listening to me as you were like. That's like the nicest way of saying, like, you guys are real terrible, but you're a lot of fun to you, watch. You guys are interesting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you guys you guys look like you're having a lot of fun up there. That was quite a performance. That's another one I've heard before. Is that was quite a performance. Like no, no, no. But did you have to get so naked? But did you have to get so naked? Mm-hmm. All six of you, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, I don't know. I, how- I think time was the destroyer on that one. <laughs> Eventually, I was like, I'm not taking my shirt off on stage anymore. <laughs> you want to? You want to know how I know that people don't have the heart to tell us what they really think about us? Is people let us get by? Or people let it slide that we had a shirtless and sunglasses period in our band. <laughs> like, we heard very little. The only thing we heard let us do was Razor Cake magazine wrote a scalding oh. review. Razor Cake is this, like, punk Who? rock, like, it's a magazine, yeah. you know. That's 
That's what I would call it. Magazine. That's what it is. Razor Cake, Maximum Rock and Roll. Magazines like that. They're magazines. Got it. But so Razor Cake is a magazine. Okay. And they wrote a review on regulators, fourth year regulators. And they made. the one that says, Are they kidding? Yeah, it just says, are they kidding? And it's like, yes. Yeah, we are. First of all, we are. First of all, we thought it was hilarious. Like, we laughed our asses off at that idea. We thought it was hysterical. We were, like, deliberately trying to, let's put our logo on the headstock of a Gibson SG that's, like, breaking through a window. And on the inside, it'll be, like, us holding guns and knives with our shirts off in front of a post-apocalyptic war zone. And then on the back, it's like a bullet that's been fired. Yeah, man. We were laughing. But the review on this was like, are these guys fucking kidding? It was just like, I hate this band so much. It was like, they're, they're, they're like trying to put on this image of being like cheesy, tough guy assholes. And we're like, yes, he gets it. You know, like, like, and their songs are all slow and just sound like fucking shitty dad rock and blah, blah, blah. And they put these pictures of them holding guns and knives thinking they're all cool. Are and these I'm, guys kidding? Are they fucking kidding? And I'm reading that and I was like, whoa, this guy totally saw what we were going for, man. But other than that, that is like really the only negative feedback we got about the no shirts and sunglasses era of the band. So that's how I know that people just don't have the heart to tell us what they really think about us. But even still, I'm having so much fun still playing music with you guys. I'm going to continue to have fun playing music with you guys. It's going to be good practice tonight. To practice tonight is going to be a fucking blast. I haven't been able to practice with you guys in that's like three why weeks. That's why you're going to like it. And, um, and man, like... We're play the Thon song tonight with words. Did you're, you say the Thong song? The, th- the Thon song. Maybe thong, thong. you see that Thons. That Thons. That Thons. He's a dude we know from Houston. He's really cool and he hangs around and he comes to see us. We say, live in la vida loca. No, but what I, want, what I wanted to say, and I, and I, Tony and I were leaving a, a trim yesterday and I was like, I was like, just tell me the band's going to stay together. And he was like, of course it is. I was like, okay, I just need to check every six months or so. Mm. And as long as I keep hearing every six months or so that the band's going to stay together and as long as I keep seeing it, Nothing is going to shut this fucking shit down, man. It's true. Like, I also, I also, you're moving I also, back again. I also told him that it would never break up. It mm. might slow to a fucking crawl. Yeah, yeah. He's, like, yeah. <laughs> he's like, it'll slow. It might slow to a crawl, but it'll never stop. Oh, Fawns is watching. Fawns, tell me you just saw the Fawns song. Did you but hear the, the Thong Fawns song? song? <laughs> Let me know. If not, you got to watch this when we're done. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. was great. It was pretty good. Uh, you know what popped into my brain when you were talking about that? Just tell me the band won't stop. And uh, I watched uh, Coming to America the other day, and you know when he first goes Brilliant to the bar, you know when he first goes to the bar, Brilliant. and he's meeting all the the women, and they're just like, "I was Joan of Arc yeah, and another." Ro- I figured me, I just saw me, you, and Ty just interviewing people for the <laughs> the the new spot, the spot, and just like <laughs> us just going, like, "Oh, <laughs> this will never work," you know, no. just being freaked out by weirdos. And then you would have to travel to a foreign land and mm-hmm. go live amongst its people to try and find your true singer bride. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, like with the, with the move, Tony, I'm honestly not worried at all. When you moved yep. before, it, it was the 
one of the best things that could have happened for the band because it made us focus on quality over quantity. You know, with the kid coming, I'm not scared about it at all because fucking every dad has at least like his car club or his poker night or his da 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 da. We We have band night. That's what Dave did. And so we're going to get together and we've got the technology to Skype you in and, and do all this shit. And dude, there is no reason short of death or dismemberment that this this band is going anywhere and i just wanted to kind of bring that up on episode 50 and with the baby about to come here and you about to take off that like i am really excited for the things that we have coming up in the future man um i'm i'm really excited about it. me too i i think it's already up and off the ground like we've got some new stuff written and the cartoon looks great the cartoon looks great We've got new songs written. We have, I don't want to say like Spinal Tap, oh, new direction or anything yeah. like that, but we, we're we taking... We are kind of going We're taking direction. writing songs yeah, in, we're doing in a different way. Jazz and uh, um, I think it's going to produce some really cool shit. We're developing. We're, devel- we're in the research and development stage of some really big shit. Hey, Justin Howington. Right at the ass end. How you doing, buddy? Pushy. How you doing, buddy? Yeah, bud. Justin, man, my car's fucked up. I need you to flash (laughs) it. Yeah, dude. (laughs) Best fucking... Can you change my oil, bro? (laughs) The the mechanic... I closed the bar last night and I'm way hung over. The mechanic for the entire Denver punk and metal scene just like... He said, fuck you guys. He's I'm like, off to Alaska. I'm getting like the king out of here. <laughs> dude, Alaska is amazing. Yeah, no shit, man. He was smart to do it. Oh, yeah. Kevin's watching too? Fuck you, bud. How you doing? <laughs> Which Kevin? Uh, Kevin Wiley. Oh, Kevin, did you just say fuck you, bud? Yeah. <laughs> Me and Kevin, have, we have a, a, a relationship. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sexual. Yeah, man. Sexual. Uh, but yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. Uh, I'm excited for all the stuff we're working on and... Um, Including, um, all he said was sticker washer. <laughs> oh, the sticker yeah. washer! Yeah. We, we left the a, fallen skate warehouse. The fallen skate warehouse. Real quick, we left an entire roll of stickers at the fallen skate warehouse one time. It was it was probably hundreds. It was of an dollars. entire roll of uncut stickers. Hundreds hundreds of dollars of fourth year freshman stickers. Yep. And we're like, we went on tour the next day. We're like, fuck, we left those. We came back and their washer and dryer was just covered. Yeah, and stickers. They had it's taken like, the entire oh. roll of stickers and wrapped their fucking washer in it. Okay, <laughs> cocksuckers. Um, you owe us $200. But yeah, uh, a, a, couple, a couple quick housekeeping things. Um, next events coming up on the calendar for us are still kind of up in the air. Um, we are getting ready to do... Uh, the Dank Independent Comic Con, which is going to be super cool. fucking fun. Oh, yeah. We're going to be setting up with uh, Hail Satan and Jake Fairley, who's illustrating the front lines of Good Times. We're going to have book two there for sale. Um, I'm hoping we'll have at least some sort of sneak preview of the um, the motion comic cartoon. Uh, I'm hoping Jake will be well. Jake will be drawing live at the booth, and uh, I'll be there. Handing out stuff and uh, and selling merch and talking about the comic and we're going to be there playing at some point. So if you're planning on going to the Dink Independent Comic Con uh, next month, you will see us there at that. Um, also, we're uh, talking about a top secret, top secret after midnight. After midnight. L- after hours. What? 
secret society, um, private party type very of secret. gig. Very secret. Um, for 420. So secret. We talked about this. Do you know about it? The 420 thing. It's a very secret. Oh, I know yeah, what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the smoke out So party. secret, I barely know about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You th- know what I'm talking about. I think I know what you might be talking about. He has no idea. He's pretending because he's on camera. No. <laughs> no. No, 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 no. No. You know what I'm talking about. Those are the only things that we have up on the calendar so far. Um, we're probably uh, not going to be doing much until the the album release, though I guarantee we'll be doing some warm-up shows in the surrounding area, probably Fort Collins, Colorado Springs, Grand Junction, maybe some shit up in the mountains. Stay tuned for that. But uh, as far as Denver goes, we're gonna be uh, we're gonna be in the lab for a little bit. So stay tuned. And uh, in the meantime, uh, we love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks to everybody who's been watching the stream out there on Facebook Live. Yeah, really that was it. fun. I think we'll do it some more. I think we got some good well, what, response. What, yeah, fifty two. There's there's a piece of equipment that I want to get. I can't remember what it's called, but it is spe- it's a camera specifically made for live streaming that like like is able to shoot multiple angles off of one camera. Like it will zoom in on whoever's talking. It you know, it'll that sounds obnoxious. <laughs> I bet it's cool. But it's oh, but just... I, that <laughs> sounds obnoxious. So it's just gonna be your face the whole yeah. time. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Pretty much. Any old hoot, uh, thanks for watching the motherfucking podcast. Thanks for listening to the motherfucking podcast. Yeah. Episode fifty. I'm Aaron Howell. I'm Tony Lee. I'm Logan. And uh We'll see you guys maybe next week. Maybe not. It depends on the baby stuff. Uh, yeah. So I might uh, I might have a child in the world by the next time that you hear from us. If, so, we, uh, if there's no podcast next week, you can blame Aaron's unborn child. Yeah. <laughs> hey, what let's, a dick! Let's do a one for the homies. Since Kevin Wiley was the last one to post, should we do a Chingasso song? Sure. Yeah. We're going to close out with a song by uh, a little band that I wish was still around. Shout out to all y'all motherfuckers. Uh, This is Chingasso on the motherfucking podcast. Bye. Bye. See you, jerks. Bye, you guys. Thanks for watching.